Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Josie LaRoque Patton of the HRICU. Josie, it's awesome having you on the show. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. No problem. Super excited to have you on as well. And before I jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Josie so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Josie, also known as JLP, began her HR career on the high seas with 60 different nationalities about 19 years ago. Working on cruise ships gave her a wonderful foundation to being able to coach and mentor people of all ages and cultures in a time-efficient manner. Manner. She now has she now has explored the entrepreneur world, helping small businesses increase their engagement and profit all what they focus to get leaders to embrace the world of HR. Josie, it's awesome to have you on the show. Our JLP, it's great yeah. to have you on the show. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you guys started and what led you to start your business. Um, well, I guess from being in HR for so many years, I ended up realizing how many challenges leaders have with humans <laughs> <laughs> and and everyone's different and it's been sort of a, a struggle for so many managers at all many different levels and for me I don't find it to be a struggle so that's where you kind of realize that this is obviously my niche and I found my you know, calling and everything um, so I really just wanted to find simpler ways to help leaders and managers across organizations to be able to just enjoy work since we spend so much more time at work than we do at home. So. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely sounds like that's been your, your zone of genius and being able to kind of walk into that. And I, I'm always a big believer in that true uh, kind of showing or, or signs of being an expert is to be able to not just do it yourself, but to be able to teach so many people. So I love that you're doing that. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it too. I mean, one of my goals too is to be able to actually teach HR. So that's sort of, again, on, on my, you know, two to three year, maybe five year plan, but it's there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If you, what do they say, if you don't write it down, it doesn't happen or it's less likely to happen. So you got to make sure they have it on that, that, uh, that, that list. And so um, could you take us through a little bit more on what you're doing and how you support these leaders and these professionals and how they're able to kind of, um, protect what I like to call their their favorite and their best and their probably most profitable and opportuni opportunistic uh, asset. Absolutely. Uh, it's usually also the most costly asset. <laughs> it's true. Too. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it's um, not that well. <laughs> I mean, generally people don't call me just to be like, hey, how are you? You know, they always, <laughs> I wish they did, um, but they always call me because they have a problem. And I technically do everything which is called employee relations, which are the people problems. So when someone is not behaving, um, they're grumpy, they're arguing with people, they're calling in sick, uh, they're not following health and safety, you know, any of these kind of things that is really related to challenges. But I guess from my perspective, why I say it's sort of my calling is I don't look at it as a challenge. I just look at it as someone's having a crappy day, <laughs> you know, and the leader should be there to help them. And it's just sometimes as a leader, you have... I don't know, five, six, 10 things on the go. So it's hard to just take five minutes and talk to this employee like a regular human being. And 
so much of what I do, I find is just natural, intuitive. But I always have so many people saying, can you just put an earbud in my ear and like <laughs> you know, walk me through this, you know? Um, so it, it's really sort of trying to guide them to really, like I said, give them simple tips, which is how I ended up writing my book as well. Um, so I wrote a book called Navigating HR, Simple Tips for People Leaders. And the idea is to find ways that um, can give examples to people so that next time they run into the same kind of situation, it becomes intuitive. So they don't have to go back to the book and say, what exactly do I have to say and how do I say it? You know, you want it to be natural so that it makes their job and life easier. Yeah, I love that you created kind of that, that uh, quick to maybe Bible or go to uh, kind of book so that people can kind of learn from it. And would you, I don't know if you would use this word, but it kind of sounded like to me like empathy and you being able to kind of put yourself into the employee shoes and understand that maybe they're just having a crappy day. Maybe yeah. it's, it's, this just needs to be the, the solution or the way that you approach it. Would you say it's that? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just sometimes, you know, when you really get frustrated with someone, like mm -hmm. it's like your arm hairs stick up you know? <laughs> yes. and like the, the hairs on the back of our neck are like, bing, you know, <laughs> so when you get to that point, it's hard to have empathy. Yeah. You know, it's hard to actually sit down and, and really truly help someone through a challenge. So having to sort of peel back that onion is really important when we're dealing with employees or even customers. Um, so that's sort of the first step. And we also have to keep in mind, we are definitely going to have a percentage of employees that take advantage. Mm -hmm. You know, there are people that work the system, like there's no tomorrow. So we have to be able to see those signs as well. And then, then we may need to take a, a harder approach. You know, but as I say in my book, I always believe that everybody has at least one or two get out of jail free cards, you know, <laughs> and then from there, you know, it's up to the employee to sort of at least meet them halfway. So, yeah, absolutely. And I almost feel like uh, I guess the, the biggest thing that kind of hurts leaders or really anybody is not being aware of what is what might come. And as you mentioned, you know, understanding that sometimes people will game the system, being aware of that. It sometimes helps you when it does happen, but it also helps you because you are aware that everybody isn't trying to do that as well. So you're able to kind of meet people in that human aspect that you spoke to as well. Yeah, very much so. And I think that's where part of it is why we have to take that step back as leaders to, to be able mm -hmm. to truly remember that whatever happened with someone else some other time, that's not the same person I'm standing in front of right now. Right. Yeah, so. that's extremely powerful. Yeah, so treating people individually, I think, is important, but I completely get it when we're managing 10 things on the go, and it's hard to just be like, ah, leave me alone, I don't have time to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but I, I, that's why I love, again, kind of being aware of what's happening, kind of reading the room, so to speak, because you understand that from leaders, that they are juggling 10 different things, so that's, maybe it's not that they are lacking empathy, maybe they just had their mind in three 10, 15 different spots. So they really have to kind of take that step back in order to, to have the, the correct uh, response. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I, I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce, and this could be for you personally or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? Um, well, one is I'm extremely forward <laughs> mm. and, and sometimes to my detriment, you know, it's, it's one of those things where people say it's the number one thing they love about me, but it could also be the number one thing that drives them up the wall about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but for most of my clients and the CEOs, they've for years now, they've been telling me that this is a breath of fresh air for them. So in my field, generally in HR, I'm like a big ball of secrets. 
You know, I could be standing beside someone, you know, having a great conversation and this person has no idea that they're being terminated tomorrow. You know, like that is a very strong probability. But at the same time, part of what I do is, you know, I try to be 100% authentic. So if someone asks me a question that I cannot answer, I'm not going to, you know, give them some fluffy answer. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I'm actually going to say, I'm sorry, I can't actually answer that for you. You know, and that sometimes is, um, is shocking to people, I think, you know, because they're expecting the political fluffy, oh, at this time, you know, perhaps we can discuss this later because that would just be passing the buck, you know, Mm -hmm. but I'm not like that. I am very direct. So I like it. Of course, I've been like this. Uh, My mom says that, you know, I'll be a very interesting person as I developed over the years. And that's what's happened. (laughs) (laughs) You know, (laughs) always having my mom in my back, you know, trying to support me. Um, But it's also just brought me a lot of joy and and connections with people because they know 100% where they stand and then I also get to have the same. So that for me has really helped build relationships, which is the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I don't watch TV. (laughs) Um, so I do like movies, but I, I'm adamant about feeling like I don't waste my time. Mm. So that doesn't mean that watching TV is wasting time. That's not what I'm saying. But for me personally, if I'm sitting down to watch a movie, it's cause I need time for my brain to chill. It's not cause I'm trying to pass by time, you know, mm. um, for example, like if I'm, um, hosting webinars and stuff, then if I'm the one hosting it, then of course I have to be right in front of the camera. If I'm listening to a webinar, then I am listening, but I tend to also record it so that I can go back to it because it's hard to sit for an hour. So I'm probably going to be doing dishes or putting laundry away or something. Cause I, I just, for me, I think time is, is key. So one of the things that I try to do is I schedule my time as much as possible. And so many family, friends, even uh, people that I've met in the entrepreneur world are like, how do you do it? You know? Uh, and one of the things is schedule. I just, I schedule time with my friends. I schedule time with my family. I schedule time in my hammock, <laughs> you know, um, but it all works out. And if I take a nap and in the afternoon, then great, you know, but then I find a way to catch up. So. Awesome. So now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client around HR, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. Oh goodness. Um, I feel like I have so many, but if we're going to stick to the entrepreneur world, I would say follow-up is needed um, more than anyone could ever think of. So Mm -hmm. as a leader, if you're going to have a conversation with someone, you should follow up. If you're going to send an email and you haven't heard back, you should follow up. You know, if you send a text message and you don't get the information you're looking for, you should follow up. If someone has done something great for you, you should follow up by a thank you, you know? Um, and I think, again, that's part of the connection is, is it keeps you connected to people by showing appreciation or looking for more information, you know, and, and I think we lack a little bit in that realm. Um, it's somewhere that we can improve on is a lot of us as leaders 
we'll ask someone to do something or delegate and then we just assume it's being done but then if it's not done the way it is then we waste time trying to retract and you know try to redo things so i guess i'm going to stick with follow-up yes <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's extremely powerful in, in, in so many different aspects and i think so many times uh i think we sometimes even i think forget that busy people especially sometimes forget things or get pulled in different directions so sometimes when we don't follow up not only are we not allowing them to be reminded we're also not getting what we need to get done at the end of the day yeah yeah and i mean there's also like sometimes people feel follow-up could be micromanaging right so mm-hmm. that's that's i'm not guiding towards that like i'm <laughs> i'm not saying we have to like check on someone every 10 minutes you know but even just a little like hey how's the project going you know like i think that still goes a long way also because it shows that you're connected to your employees and that you care about whatever's happening you know as opposed to just giving someone direction then walking away and never talking to them until the information or the project is due for example you know so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I was about to say that. I love that word <laughs> connection because yeah, it always provides that opportunity to, to have that connection, that back and forth, that that person, also a reminder to the person that, hey, this person actually cares, I think, as well. Um, yeah, and right. I think that when you have that and have created that opportunity for that to happen, that's when those connections truly take, take, uh, take hold. Yep, yep, completely agree. <laughs> awesome. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on this show. So JLP, what does being a CEO mean to you? Oh, it's funny. So I do, um, I, I write um, articles for Forbes. Mm-hmm. And one of the most recent ones that I'm doing is um, definition of a leader, right? So to me, again, if I'm connecting this, what is being a CEO? It's a leader. And really our whole role is we're in service. So if our client is our employees, then that's what we need to do. If our client is our client, then that's what we need to do. But at the end of the day, being a CEO is about actually helping people. And you're just helping a broader group of people as opposed to just one department. And whatever it is that they need, that's your role. That's your role is to facilitate it, whether it's delegating or finding the right tools or pointing people in the right direction but that's your role. It's to make people's lives easier and help them through whatever successes or challenges they have so that they can succeed. Cause when they're happy, of course, then it makes you happy. So. Absolutely. If you help enough people get what they want, then it helps you get what you want. And I love that servant leadership piece because I think so many times we forget that we we get sometimes caught up in the products and services, but I love how that connects with the whole human aspect that we sometimes kind of uh, speed pass in in business as well. So I, I love that definition and that perspective. Thank you. <laughs> You're very, very welcome, Midai. I appreciate that. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you, get a copy of the book and find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Awesome. Great. So uh, my website is thehricu.com. Um, the book. So if anyone's looking for tips and tricks or even just simple methods to use in the workplace, some of them are even transferable to home. The book is called Navigating HR, um, Simple Tips for People Leaders. It's available on Amazon, both in the US and in Canada. Uh, And if you're looking to contact me, uh, you can find my information on the website. It's my first name, J-O-S-E-E, at thehricu.com. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you so much again, Josie. Uh, we will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, so that everybody can follow up with you, get a copy of the book, and hear about all the awesome things that you're doing. And I appreciate you again, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. Grab CEO Gear at www.ceogear.co. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless. Thank you for listening.